It is no secret that the travel industry has undergone some major changes in the past few years. And even though it is back and booming, so much of why and how we travel has changed. Welcome to Travel Redefined. I'm Sarah Dandeshi and I'm your host, and I'm excited to talk to thought leaders in the hospitality and travel space for insight on the future of travel. Welcome back to another episode of Travel Redefined, where we're talking to people from all different aspects of the travel and hospitality space, seeing what they're working on, how they're maybe redefining what they're doing in the space so that we can kind of take back some of these nuggets and maybe be inspired on how we can continue to grow our respective businesses, learning from everybody else in the space. So today's guest has a really cool company. And it's a concept that like, it makes so much sense. And it's like, I'm kind of like, well, how has this not been around before? So I know you guys are probably like, where is this going? What's happening? Um, today's guest is Mark Hostofsky, who is from Minoan Experience. So um, without further ado, Mark, thank you for joining me today. Yeah, great to be here. Thanks, Sarah. Of course. Okay. So I'm, I'm really intrigued by your company because I, I think it's it's interesting. And, and it's like a shoe-in for this podcast, Travel Redefined. So to kick things off, I'd love to hear a little bit about your background, but then also if you could like bring us up to speed with Minoan as well too, so that people that are tuning in, they have an idea. And, and how did you come up with this concept? Yeah, I can give you the whole uh, story. So I um, was an early employee at a company called Jet.com, which was a, an e-commerce marketplace. The founders actually sold that business to Walmart only 10 months after launch, or maybe like a year, I guess, actually, a year after launch to Walmart for $3.3 billion. And so as part of that acquisition, I went over and uh, managed part of the sporting goods business and e-commerce for Walmart. And long story short, in my time at Jet and Walmart, I spent a lot of time working on the e-commerce side of the business, understanding that world. At Walmart, I was more exposed to the the brick and mortar physical store side of the business. So we would do, you know, line reviews where you're like walking down and saying, okay, how how are we going to put this stuff on the shelves? What goes on the end cap? I did a sourcing trip to China. We were understanding, you know, how to how to forecast orders, how to pick the best products. Wow. And long story short, after all that experience, my biggest takeaway was that the best product experiences don't actually happen on screens the way they do in e-commerce. They don't happen on shelves or in aisles the way they do in stores. They happen in real moments of use. And from where I was sitting, it was so obvious because the buyers, you know, the ones who are making these inventory decisions, yeah, they're getting samples. They're not saying, send me pictures of the product or show. They're saying, give me the product. Let me use it, you know? And they really put it through the ringer. They're testing functionality, durability, comfort. You know, they're really saying, how is our customer going to use this product and, and is this good enough? And then if they like the product, they're like, this one's great. Our customers are going to love it. Then they bring it into inventory. Yeah. But then by the time the customer is actually interacting with those products, the really rich interaction that the buyer has had with the sample, that's now distilled down to like swiping through pictures on your phone or looking at a cardboard box of a product on a shelf. And so it just felt like we were really diluting these product experiences and like hiding them, honestly. And uh, that always really bothered me. But it wasn't until my wife and I stayed at a short-term rental in upstate New York 
where we just like fell in love with, we were so enamored by this place. You know, we woke up and we were like, wow, what time is it? It's like nine o'clock. We never sleep in this late. What is this mattress? This thing's great. You know, rip the sheets ah. off the mattress to try and figure out what the mattress was. We were like checking the sheets and linens for tags so we could figure out where that was from. The kitchen was also incredible. Like they had this petite little, they didn't have much counter space. It was like probably this big and but they did such a good job, like wall mounting the knife set and having like appliances, like, you know, underneath the counter. And, um, and we were like, this is great. You know, we were living in New York City at the time. Like we didn't have a ton of counter space. And we were like, you should just steal this. Yeah. Emailed the host, said, hey, where'd you get all this stuff? Like, we want to buy it. She was like, oh, let me go check, you know. And then she sent me a few links. And I was like, wait a minute. These aren't even affiliate links. Like, you're not going to make any money on this. After you have just created a moment of inspiration, we are are now, we want to buy these things after using them in your space and you're not going to make any money. Why not? Like, you know, like, oh, well, you know, we have our hands full running the property. I was like, do people ask about the stuff in the property often? She was like, all the time. And I just realized like, you know, in my day job, all these brands are spending billions of dollars to try and create meaningful moments, you know? And they think that those are happening on Facebook or on Google and they're pouring money into those channels. But real moments are happening every single day and they're very rich and they're native. You know, sleeping on a mattress for eight hours a night is much better than swiping through images on your phone or walking into a mattress firm and lying on one for like, 30 seconds. Completely different. And that was where sort of Minoan was born. And Minoan, what we really believe is that these hosts, these property owners are really four-walled influencers, that brands should view them as marketing partners, not just like customers for them to make money off of. And if these owners and hotels start to view, not only think about their spaces, but the moments that happen between people and products in these spaces in a unique way, it can totally change the economics of their business. They can bring products into their spaces for less. They can earn commissions on moments of inspiration that they create where people want to buy things. And it just enhances the overall guest experience. It's euphoric. You know, it's it's like the best type of shopping when it's like your own little space. So, And I love like your unique background and perspective that's like what brought you to that concept. I mean, you were seeing there, you were looking at the data, you were seeing how bigger companies were approaching it. And then you had this like aha moment and it it only makes sense. I mean, we, and there's nobody that's going to disagree with you. It's like experiencing a product is always going to be the best way. That's why they do, like they give out products as gifts to different people to try them and talk about them. And so- it's so cool how it, it can be approached in such a different business way, which we're definitely going to get to in in a minute. Because I, as far as changing up your business and like approaching it in a different way, I know that's going to open up a lot of different avenues. You know, where, where people will be able to make make money and spend less as well too. So before we get there, I was thinking about this because this is again, it seems to have started from like kind of a happy accident, but like only your unique viewpoint is what kind of brought you to it. So obviously you've added products over time. Are, are, were there any products in particular that people responded to more than others? Like maybe responded higher than you would have thought, or maybe on the other side, but I think like some interesting surprises along the way. 
Yeah, betting is a winner. I mean, I think we expected that. People love, I mean, we sell a lot of parachute products to guests. We sell a lot to hosts, and then we sell a lot to guests, and then the hosts make commissions on the ones they sell to guests. Sure. But all, you know, pillows, sheets, mattresses. Oh, yeah, Bellino. I saw you have Bellino on your site. I was gifted a set from them, and I'm like, I love these sheets. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I get it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm like, oh my gosh, I want more of those sheets. So yeah. Yeah, they do a great job. They're in the William Vale and a a few other hotels. William Vale is like a really incredible boutique hotel in Williamsburg and Brooklyn that we work with. There have definitely been some surprises. Like we got an order for like hanging hooks once from one of the hotels we work with where a guest really liked. I mean, it's a pretty standard actually from West Elm hanging hooks that you, you know, you screw into the wall and you can hang a purse or a coat on them. They're like cool and funky looking, but I almost was like, do we even want to put this in the shoppable experience? Like who's going to buy this? And then lo and behold, someone bought three of them so they could kind of recreate that sort of entryway hanging way experience in their home. Some interesting ones have been these teak wooden shower stools, Yeah, which I was like, that's so interesting. Like what? So you can like sit in the shower and, you know, other people on the team are like, well, yeah, if you're shaving your legs, like it's much easier to sit down than the stand. Exactly. An interesting aha moment, like for someone who's at a Airbnb or short-term rental or a hotel and they're like, oh, this is way better. I'm just going to buy this. What is this thing? You know, and we've we've gotten a lot of, uh, you know, we work with a, a company called Lalo that makes like kids furniture. It's really nice, really beautiful stuff. And we've had hosts bring that in if there's like a family friendly property. And then in the comments, you see people like, I loved that high chair. That was incredible. Oh, cool. All sorts of products that are inspiring people. Cookware, we just, you know, we sell a lot of fellow tea kettles, which are these nice gooseneck tea kettles. We sell, like we just sold an always pan. So our place has this pan that like it's everything. I mean, you can do like everything in it. And so we just sold one of those, uh, I think a couple of days ago to a guest. So all sorts of stuff. It's really, you know, we had our own experience at a hotel where we loved the shower head. We were like, this is a nice shower. And when you're in the market for a shower head, your first time knowing how good it is, is after you've bought it and installed it. You never even really get to like see if you like it first. Doesn't matter if you go to a Home Depot or wherever. And um, I think that anything in the home, inspiration can strike with any of these products. It's just about us to really like tell the story in the right way and get good products in front of people at the right time. Yeah. I mean, and we all know this, like there's there's not one person can that would say otherwise, but we've all been in a place where whether it's a hotel, a short-term rental, even a restaurant. I've seen my mother looking at silverware in a restaurant and I'm like, do not put that in your purse. Uh, you know, but it's like, we've all been there you, and it's, and it's so great to be able to like create something that really benefits both the business as well as the consumer. So that kind of leads me to my next question, kind of talking about like creating systems, you know, systems are, are really important for businesses that are looking to scale and grow, but many also overlook putting systems in place for their furnishings, which I think this is going to be interesting. So can you talk a little bit about the importance of what and why furnishings in a short-term, in a hotel short-term rental space have to be looked at differently? I mean, you kind of touched on it. No, it's a great question. I mean, so we kind of stumbled in, we really started on the shoppable side and we're like, we're going to help all these hotels groups make their property shoppable. And what we found as we were getting into that is people were like, Hey, 
you know, you're making such a clean way, an easy way to order product. Can we actually use you to to furnish our properties? And we were like, oh, yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, we have good economics and pricing with all these brands. It's exactly what they want. And what we realized is the best system that we saw for furnishing was a Google sheet or an Excel sheet and ordering stuff across 20 different websites, oh my God. 20 different checkouts, 20 different tracking emails. And trying to keep track of things was, you know, it was like a major effort for these hosts and owners. And so that's where we're like, well, wait a minute. We, you know, our tech team has experience building e-commerce experiences. We all, you know, a lot of us came from Jet. And so we we're like, we think we can make this much easier. And so what we built is, yeah, a platform for hosts where they can order from 200 brands at steep discounts. Because again, what we say is when we're talking to these suppliers and brands, we're like, these people are not just customers for you to make money off of. These are marketing partners. And so you need to give them good pricing if you want them to bring your products into their space and create these moments. Creating a platform where it's easy, you grab products, there's one checkout, you can see, it doesn't matter if it's from 10, 20 different brands, it's one cart, you can see the status for each, what's shipping, when it's going to be delivered, how much it costs, how much you're saving, how much shipping costs across all these partners. And that's what we've really been helping hosts and owners with lately is like, hey, it should be just as easy as ordering off Amazon or any other, but designed specifically for short-term rentals and, and hotels and designed specifically for your property. And what we found is that that seems to be the thing that really slows properties down when they're trying to scale. You know, they'll implement a system for pricing so they can dynamically price for the market. They'll implement a system for guest communications so they can scale that. They'll implement a system for property acquisition, finding the right properties. They'll implement systems for all sorts of things. But no one really has a good system for furnishing. And when we started working with groups that went from one to five, five to 10, 10 to 20, that's where things really started breaking down. And it just started getting in the way. It was operationally intensive. And so that's what we're offering is just, just use Minhoen. You know, you can do the work of like four people by yourself. We handle all the admin and logistics. If there's any issues with the order, we hop on the phone. We talk to the supplier because we're talking to like, we do so much volume that like when we call them, we're talking to like VPs basically. Yeah. You're talking to people that can make a, make something happen. Yeah. And, and so that's a lot of what we, what we're offering through Manon. It's like, make it easy to bring the stuff into your space, make it hassle-free, save you money. Make it easy for you to illuminate this space in a nice way where guests can learn more about the products they're using and can buy the ones they like. And then the host can just sit back and basically collect commission checks on what sells. Which is always great. Any different verticals that you can cash in. And then you can use it to getting new stuff and new furniture or upgrading, updating, all of that. So uh, this is just so great. So that being said, the known kind of, I mean, it's kind of at this cross section of like, consumer experience, but then also retail, I mean, really is. Are we going to see a, a shift in retail to more of this or, or maybe how people buy furniture? Because this to me just seems like such a no brainer. Like how are more people not getting on board or do we see this shift happening already? I think we will. I mean, I think that like, I think brick and mortar retail is here to stay. I think e-commerce is here to stay. I just think that you'll see the percentage we call this native retail. Native retail is about using the product in a contextually relevant environment, seeing if you like it, and then you can buy it. We see native retail potentially 
being three, four, five, 10, 15% of the total retail market. And there's a lot that we need to figure out to get there. But but the core sort of question we ask ourselves that makes us believe this is, okay, let's imagine that like, let's say you're a coffee drinker, okay? And let's say there are three doors in front of you. One door, you open it and it's a phone with an Amazon page of, I don't know, Black Oak Coffee, let's say is the brand. So, so you can go in there, you can scroll through the images, you can read reviews, you can order it. The next door you walk in and there's Black Oak Coffee Roasters, a bag on it and you can go in and you can grab that and you can leave. And the third door is there's a cup that's been brewed of this coffee and you can taste it. And you can see if you like it. And then you can grab it and leave or order it. If you make trying products convenient, our belief is that like nine times out of 10, someone would want to try it before they buy it. They'd want to try the Dyson hairdryer. They'd want to try the Sonos speakers. They'd want to sleep on the mattress. The problem with with retail today is that that's not convenient. If you're interested in a Dyson hairdryer and you're like, all right, I want to try one. It's like, Okay, what are you going to do? Call people and see who has one? If you can make it convenient, if you can tell people where they can go to try these products, we think it can really, really change retail. And it's just like, it's just a type of environment where the best products win. The reality is that in e-commerce and brick and mortar retail, it's not always the best product that wins. It could be the product that has the best tactful merchandising or the product that has distribution, you know, they've locked down those shelves and they're not letting anybody else in. And that's how they're winning. But in native retail, the product has to stand up on its own. People have to like using it. You can't hide behind a distribution strategy. You can't hide behind a really nice cardboard box that makes it look nice or a really nice photo shoot that makes it look like it'd be great. Like the product has to stand up. That's what keeps us going. That's I'll like our you. sort of North Well, Star. I was even thinking about this just yesterday. And this is, I mean, I know so many of us have been in this situation. I like different candles or different scents. And there are some of these scents that are like, oh yeah, it's like this hotel or that hotel. And I'm like, I think I remember what this hotel smells like, I think. And then I'm like, am I really about to like buy something? Then what if I, I don't like it? So it, that brings up that question. You know what I mean? It's like, how do you get to try these things and really know so that you know what you're buying is like indeed what you're looking for? I've made that mistake so many times online. I just don't even buy candles online anymore because yeah. you buy a candle and you're like, all right, like sandalwood. Like, yeah, I think I like that. And then you get it and you're like, that is not the sandalwood that I thought it was going to be. And yeah, so I don't buy candles online anymore. I buy a lot of other stuff online, but at the end of the day, yeah, like the senses, we learn about the world around us through taste, touch, sight, smell, hearing. They're very, very, very powerful. It's it's how we interpret the world around us. And the fact that we're not engaging those senses when making a lot of these purchasing decisions, you know, sometimes you get lucky and you order something and it shows up and it's good and it fits or it's comfortable. It's exactly as pictured, but a lot of times it's not. And it's not until you actually do use your senses and experience it. And you're like, mm, oh, yeah. Nice and that's yeah, totally, you can't beat that. I mean, it doesn't matter the metaverse, like, <laughs> you know, no. I just don't think that 
you'll ever get anything better than using a product, seeing if you like it and then buying it. And so that's we're like, if that's the best way to do it, that's what we're going to try and build a business around. And that's what we're going to try and make accessible for everyone across all different types of products. Which is so cool. So, okay. Shifting gears just a little bit, obviously a lot of your, your main clients are in the hotel and or short-term rental space. So what trends have you kind of seen like in the past couple of years, obviously a lot's been thrown at us. We're looking at things differently, but have you noticed anything maybe interesting or, or trends that have emerged specifically in short-term rental or hotel space, maybe even as it applies to, to you all? Yes. So we've seen a few trends. One is a big movement towards like work from home friendly mm-hmm. equipment. Obviously the big platforms like Airbnb have adjusted. So they have a flag that's like has a work from home setup. We work with a lot of companies that make sit stand desks or office equipment that we can get our host great discounts on if they want to create a little workstation. Also, you can charge a little bit more. Like if you have a discerning traveler who's like, Hey, I want to travel, but I need to like take my meetings, they're going to pay a little bit more if there's a nice station that looks comfortable and it's not like an uncomfortable wooden chair they have to sit in for for a week. The other one is pet friendly, making accommodations pet friendly. A lot of people got pets over the last couple of years and they want to travel with them. And so that's another trend that, you know, hotels and property owners making small investments that make their property like a dog bed or a food and water bowl, you know, like these little touches that are really thoughtful that make someone who has a pet feel really, really welcome. Uh, And the other one is just length of stay. I mean, a lot of our partners, you know, have told us like their average length of stay went from three or four days to like eight. That's amazing. Wow. And so, you know, I think this is driven by the, the work from home flexibility, but it's like, if someone has a computer job and their company is flexible, like, well, instead of me taking a Friday off and doing a three-day weekend, why don't I just go for a week and just do mixed, you know, I'll work, not work. And so I think that's happening a lot as well. And then for longer term stays, like you have to think about, you know, you have to think about everything in the property a little bit differently. Like you probably don't want to cheap out on a mattress, you know, a cheap mattress that might like, okay, for a couple nights, they'll deal with it. It's like, if someone's going to be there for like two weeks, a week or two weeks, like that's going to really, I mean, I would argue that even on short-term stays, you shouldn't cheap out on the mattress. No, that's like you shouldn't. Journey. That's one of the areas where we really push people. Like we can get you a really good mattress and it's not that expensive, but it's worth spending more on like a inexpensive hybrid than just a nine inch foam mattress, which won't hold up. But even thinking about like cookware, if it's a longer term stay, the cookware is more likely to be used, right? Like if it's a weekend, they might not cook at all. If it's like two weeks, like they're probably going to prepare some sort of meal. And so being thoughtful about, well, what do you want to offer? What are all the appliances you want to make sure they have? So oh, completely. But those are a few few things we've seen. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. So just before we wrap up, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. How do you see travel being redefined? I think the travel, you know, I'm, unfortunately, I'm probably going to just steal a quote from Go something Ryan, Ryan Chesky had talked about and yeah. said a year ago. But it used to be that if you're lucky, you know, you work 50 weeks of the year and you get two weeks off and you use those two weeks to travel. I think that travel and work become a little more symbiotic where people still work, I don't know, 48, 50 weeks. That's a lot, maybe actually like, you know, they work most of the year, 
but they can travel while they, while they work and it, they don't have to be mutually exclusive. You can go and decide, I want to work from the beach for a couple of weeks. And then I want to go and be in the mountains. And then I want to go and explore Fredericksburg, Texas and Texas wine. Yeah, very I think cool. that travel is being redefined in that it, it's, it's not just going to be travel for work trips or travel for vacation. It'll be like travel. I'm just going to travel because I want to see something new, but I'm going to keep doing the things I do. It's, you know, I'm going to keep my workout schedule. I'm going to keep my work routine, but I'm just going to do it in a new environment and explore. And so I think that's, I guess how I would say travel is being redefined is that it, it'll become, I think, more common, more accessible, more accessible. And yeah, and people, it's going to be great for people because they, I think exploring different parts of the country, exploring different parts of the world just makes everyone more appreciative and wiser. And so allowing that to happen more freely, you know, I think it's all a good thing. And it's great, obviously, for the hotels and the the property owners that, that we work with. As yeah, well. of course. Of course. It totally goes into your, your business model as well too. So yeah, it helps us as well. So we it, hope that. It does. So that's always a win. <laughs> um, so, so that being said to, to wrap up here, like what's next for, for the company? Like what should we be on the lookout for? Well, we're going to continue to focus on just making this process as easy as possible for our property partners. So getting them the best deals on the best products that really help bring their property to life or give them a leg up, help them, you know, create a unique experience, making that, making the ordering and tracking and setup all that seamless and easy headache free. And then allowing people to monetize these things by earning commissions on the back end. I think there's lots of other, we just want to allow the magic that can happen between people, products and spaces we just want to allow that to fro- flow very, very freely and allow hosts and properties to capitalize on it without having to invest an exorbitant amount of time in doing marketing partnerships and all this stuff. And so we're just going to continue investing and making it as easy as possible to use and as helpful and beneficial to, to properties as possible. Because they're the real, you know, we, the term we use is they're the four-walled influencers. There's, they're the ones that are really creating these experiences and they deserve to get credit for the value of those moments they're creating without doing a ton of work. Yeah. That's what we want to help with. Oh, completely. Oh, this has been so cool. Well, I have to say, I am excited to, as I'm, I'm on all of my travels to keep my eyes peeled, see if I see any of maybe the properties that you guys are working with. And I mean, I know, I know myself that there's always stuff that I'm finding that I'm like, I want to buy that. So I'm looking forward to just like seeing that grow and being more and more properties just around the country. Cause it'll, it'll just be cool. It changes the whole experience. So yeah, hopefully you'll see us in the wild. Yes, <laughs> we, have okay. little, we set up these little like nice powder coated for oh. those who are listening, they can't see this, but yeah. they're like these, uh, and it says found something you like, scan this code, the shop, the space. And so if you see one of those, you'll, yeah, you'll have to let me know. Then we'll know. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I'll definitely be like taking a picture and sending it to you. Be like, look what I found. <laughs> I would love that. It would make my day. That's so cool. Well, this has been such a great conversation. I'm, it's getting my brain just thinking about all sorts of different ways that we can look at our businesses. So we'll make sure that we have all the details for you, for the company, and the show notes for those that have been tuning in. All the details will be there. Mark, thank you so much. This was a really awesome conversation. 
Yeah, thank you. It, it flew by. So uh, yeah. <laughs> I really enjoyed, yeah, I really enjoyed, you know, talking all things Minoan and retail hospitality. Amazing. Well, thank you. And for those tuning in, check out the details in the show notes and I'll see you guys soon. Well, there you have it. Thank you for tuning in to Travel Redefined. Hopefully you've taken away something from this week's guests and that you too are excited to see how travel is evolving. Don't forget to leave a review if you enjoyed today's episode and subscribe so that you won't miss out on the amazing conversations to come. And until next time, keep on traveling.